Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're going to get to the bottom of this Toy Story, Jingle All the Way movie mystery that we've been trying to solve all hour. There is a movie here on the Colleen and Bradley show, by the way, which is what you're listening to. I'm Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts and Lindsay. Um, so we were talking previously about Jingle All the Way, a movie that was filmed right here in the Twin Cities with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the 90s, I believe. Yep. And there was a scene where they turned uh, a storefront at the mall into a toy store. And I, as I'm thinking about it now, I wonder if it was a diff- if it was a storefront that they turned into a toy store. Mm, that could maybe, very well be the maybe case. Maybe it hadn't, but because I very distinctly remember where this was, and I've asked the question: What was the toy store where they filmed this? Yeah, and a lot of people said KB and FAO Schwartz, and I'm telling you where that was in the mall. That's not where I remember seeing them film this this uh, toy uh, toy store for Jingle All the Way, where he's chasing and trying to get basically Arnold Schwarzenegger's trying to get this one toy, Captain Turbo or something, Turbo Man, Turbo Man. Mm. And uh, I swear it was in a toy store, but it was not like KB or FAO Schwartz or a memorable name. It was a made up toy store yeah. maybe for the movie. Well, because I'm looking, we've gone, we've gone down the looking glass people because there's a whole eight minute reel of behind the scenes footage yeah. of them filming Jingle All the Way at the Mall of America. And it doesn't look like it's FAO Schwartz. I'll give you that. And it doesn't look like that took KB Toys, I think, took over that space. So I think you're right, Brad. I'm all I, I have a distinct memory because I worked at the mall at that time. And I actually was walking to Macy's because that's mm. where I worked. And I remember seeing them film in front of this spot. And I have a distinct memory. I thought it was a toy store. But it was something like, you know, it was a store that didn't last. Yeah. Sadly. Well, we reached out to the Mall of America and they sent us to a blog post about their, their you know, um, interactions with movies over the years. And I don't know that that information is buried within there, but we will continue because I, I need to know what that storefront was. And nobody else cares, but I do. So we chase every weed. Just, just like talk. everything on the Colleen and Bradley yeah. show, but we dig deep memory. in the shallow. We dig deep in the shallow. It's a fun memory. I'm sure there are many other people who remember Jingle All the Way filming around the Twin Cities. There's a very distinct scene where um, he's, you know, again, fighting for this toy at a storefront that they turned into, either turned into a toy store or modified to be a toy store. So one of those two things. Yeah. Mm. Well, speaking of good memories, we got to talk about boy bands. Yes. Okay. So boy bands. Why are we talking about boy bands other than we just saw Backstreet Boys in concert over the weekend? Well, that's exactly why we're talking about boy bands here. So who is your favorite boy band of all time? The ultimate boy band for you. We want you to share that 651-641-1071. And I'm bringing it up because I'm still thinking about going to the Backstreet Boys concert on Saturday night. You and I, Brad, went there as part of our Bids for Kids uh, package winners. We saw the Backstreet Boys. I wasn't really that obsessed with the Backstreet Boys. I wasn't either. They're I, a little a little um, younger than me. Yeah. And I just, I was right in the Backstreet Boys sweet spot growing up. Mm-hmm. But I just never had a fan relationship for them. But we went there. The XL Energy Center had 15,000 people there. And it was literally 
the loudest screaming experience I've ever had in my entire life. I have never thought I need earplugs before I thought of this. And now the next time I go to Excel, I didn't know this, by the way, that they offer earplugs for your use. I will ask for earplugs because I have never stuck my fingers in my ears before. And I was doing it repeatedly on Saturday night because the crowd was wild. It was like a jet engine flying through the XL Energy Center. So obviously for thousands of people at the XL Energy Center, the Backstreet Boys were their ultimate boy band. So I just wanted to take the temperature of the room. Who is that for people? 651-641-1071. We've got uh, Carrie on the line. Carrie has been patiently holding. Carrie, favorite boy band? Well, they weren't called boy band, but of course, the Jackson 5. Oh, gosh, going way back. Yeah. Well, you can kind of consider them a boy band. I'm that old. (laughs) (laughs) What is it about the Jackson 5 for you, Carrie, that uh, makes them the ultimate boy band? Um, just the way they harmonized and everything and, you know, the, the group and they each had their own part that they did and everything. And, you know, to put the youngest or one of the youngest out front, uh, you know, it's just the whole thing was, you know, it's, it just popped, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good one, Carrie. Thank you. I would not have had that at the tip of my tongue. Um, but I think a lot of people probably appreciate Could we consider, I don't know enough about music, but I'm trying to think of anybody earlier that could qualify as a boy band. Technically, you could probably fit early Beatles in that oh, duh, area. Duh. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Because it could be boy band, early Beatles. I mean, that could go Jackson 5. Think about the Osmonds. Yeah. I would definitely consider yeah. them a boy band. And then you have the 80s boy bands, New Edition, Menudo, New Kids on the Block. And then in the 90s, there's Backstreet Boys, NSYNC, you know, 98 Degrees, O-Town, all of those oh, bands. Tons. And then moving up into the 21st century, there's One Direction. Yeah. And, BTS. And I, yeah, I, what BTS. I love about um, BTS or One Direction is people are like, oh, it's so passe. We're not doing that anymore. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> I think young girls across the world would like to disagree with you. Correct. And young boys, for that matter. Mm-hmm. And old boys. And old girls. Yeah, <laughs> because the crossover appeal or the transgenerational appeal of um, boy bands is probably more um, obvious today or more apparent today. Like, I feel like there's more crossover appeal for boy bands. Adults can appreciate boy bands in a way that, you know, people before would have been like, oh, that's crap. Oh, music. yeah, that's just that. pop. We don't need any of that. Well, that was so apparent at the XL Energy Center on Saturday oh, night. God. But, I mean, there were so many different age groups of people. There were all... panties flying from every direction. Oh. Onto that stage. Pew, 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 pew. Not quite. Not really, actually. No. I don't think I saw one pair of panties. But they, they <laughs> joked about uh, the panties getting thrown. Yeah. So that used to happen all the time. Mm-hmm. But now the panties was... are getting a little bigger, a little heavier. Maybe a little like, wind resistant. They're more like parachutes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> Just mm-hmm. thrown from the balcony. That'd be kind of hilarious. <laughs> like the Toy Story soldiers jumping yes. out of the window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about you, you, Brad? Is there somebody who you think is the ultimate boy band? The ultimate boy band? I was not a huge boy band follower. Um, but my boy band was certainly New Kids on the Block. That was my generation. Like, I, w- I wanted the haircut. I want, you know, like I wanted to look like them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In like my freshman year of high school, but that that for me is probably the closest. You wanted to hang tough, yeah. Just, hang it tough. Yeah. What about you, Lindsay? Uh, in sync is the only one. Well, Backstreet Boys are good. In sync is just magical. Yeah, and, and it's about not just about the music, but I think the boy band thing really 
went into hyperdrive in the 90s because it's about how they're packaged and sure. how, how they're marketed and that's what separates it and i just think the flagship between the backstreet boys and Sync. i mean everybody henceforth has based all of their models off of either the good things that they did or the or the bad things that happened to those the members of those groups because it was a weird situation, especially for uh, for NSYNC as well. Yeah, well, and remember, Backstreet Boys and NSYNC came from the same source of management, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. both had to break three. Backstreet Boys always were more mature for me than NSYNC. Like, NSYNC was more poppy and youthful, yep. and Backstreet Boys had old man Kevin. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and by the way, still old man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hasn't hasn't aged that much since. No. but when he started, he they looked all, like he was forty. They all look great, but they all look, you know, they. I okay, so uh, just about the Backstreet Boys and that concert experience because we didn't really talk about it. Um, we haven't talked about it yet. Um, I was amazed at just how good they were because yeah. I think you expect a caricature to come out mm-hmm. and people who are sort of past it and sort of you know, leaning heavily on the past and sort of relying on, you know, the glory of yesteryear when these guys were not, I mean, you know, we joked about the fact that they were doing their new album, like who's running out to buy (laughs) the new Backstreet Boys album. But that's no joke because there's, those were some, you know, like solid songs. They were still had the moves and their voices were really good compared to what I think, many people would expect from an aging boy band honestly mm-hmm. yeah so i actually was rather impressed is what i'm saying is that just because like for the most part the 90s pop artists at least the ones that have attempted to come back like when britney did the blackout album it's a great album but she was an absolute train wreck like everybody that's tried to come back has been a train wreck do you think that's that affected kind of your expectations of the of of their performance i think it was just time passing i think mm. the backstreet boys is their sound relevant to my life in 2019 do they still have it are they still good as a group are they still passionate about being on stage or are they just phoning it in so i think those are the things yeah i've seen even more talented artists one in particular i'm thinking of who's no longer with us so i hesitate to say his name publicly but somebody george michael so when i saw george michael in concert the last time i felt like he was just phoning in the whole thing and george michael is like an actual you know Icon, icon, yeah, right? absolutely. But um, you know, frankly, he maybe didn't take it as seriously as perhaps the Backstreet Boys did on Saturday. Yeah, they were there to entertain. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Yeah, you know, a boy band we didn't mention from the '90s that was really good, Hanson. Oh yes. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Hanson because we have Hanson tickets to give away. What? Okay, Holly. How many tickets do we have to give away? Well, we just have a pair of tickets to give away. So if your favorite boy band, your ultimate boy band is Hanson, you're in luck. We're giving away a pair of tickets to see Hanson at the Mystic Lake showroom on Friday, November 8th. Be sure that you can go and be sure you haven't won anything at my talk in the past 30 days. Show is at 8 p.m. Be the fifth caller, 651-641-1071. Fifth caller wins Hanson tickets. We'll be right back with another episode. We got another mystery to solve, kids, which means we got to get our gang back together. Pop culture gang, if you will, here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. When you're a jet, you're a A jet jet through and through. through, All the the way. way. Oh. Let's get the Cobra gang together. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. Whenever there's trouble, we'll double the double with the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time with the Cobra gang. 
dun 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 that's toxic because we need to we need sorry we didn't give you a heads up Lindsay I wanted to join oh, um, it's okay next time we to need it. to talk about Britney Spears specifically yep. whether or not she's engaged because that was the news that came out of her appearance on the red carpet last night a rare red carpet appearance she was wearing all red on the red carpet it was actually more of a pinkish carpet but Britney Spears, is she engaged, Holly? I ask you, why are we asking that question? Because last night, Britney Spears was on the pink carpet for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That movie had its premiere last night, and Britney Spears was showing off a diamond ring on that finger. Her left ring finger. And usually, that means that you're either going to get married or you already are married. So what is it with her? We don't know. Yeah, so I don't know that we have any reason to believe that she's actually, I, I mean, I, I just don't feel like she's married. I She's not married. I don't feel like she's engaged. I also feel like Sam Asghari is a, a paid employee of the Britney Spears Foundation. And I think that he has been paid to maintain a uh, the appearance of a relationship with Britney Spears to help her during her time of... Um, renewal if you will well exhibit a bradley for your theory because Mm -hmm. i'm totally here with you for that one going over to britney spears's instagram account and she shared two photos of herself and sam before hitting the pink carpet for the movie premiere our first premiere and then she tagged sam now look at the first photograph of Britney Spears and Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can play the home game, too. Just go over to Britney Spears' Instagram account. She's at Britney Spears. And does the body language between Britney and Sam look like a couple no. who is in love or newly engaged and, no. or, or really into each other outside of a, a contractual obligation? <laughs> no, the way he's holding on to her is sort of like, first of all, it's like a side thing where he's like grabbing her by the side there is nothing intimate about the way like this is this would be like if you and i uh were at the backstreet boys concert with listeners at the suite at the excel and we all took pictures together this is exactly what we would do yeah it looks like a publicity photo is what i'm saying like a prom photo with your parents taking the pictures exactly it's polite touching Mm -hmm. yeah all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. There is nothing intimate about it. But again, the picture that she posted to her insties says, our first premiere, as you said. Um, and then everybody jumps in with, you know, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you got so beautiful. You look like you're ready to spend your lives together. That's so 
woman. No, I'm not buying thing. it. And then also, you look at the pictures moving on from Britney Spears, the uh, photos that Britney posted on Instagram, to the photos of her on the movie premiere carpet itself. Yeah. It's that same body language. Literally. Literally, it is same. So it makes me wonder then the mystery here is why we we're she's not engaged that's very obvious she is not engaged to sam ashgari yeah so then the question is the mystery is why does she want us to think that there's even a possibility of her being engaged to get I, married i think the answer to that question is it distracts from the vacant stare in her eyes that if she were on the red carpet without an engagement ring on or a ring that perhaps gives the uh, idea of an engagement ring um, that just takes away from people's, you know, fixation on her um, well-being. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a distraction. Too. That's my. Mm. That's what I think, anyway. Because in this day and age, when we're so focused, like she has been posting to her social media more than she used to, uh, from a like first person perspective. Yeah. In a way that uh, is new. And I think this is all an attempt for us to be like, nothing to see here. Brittany's fine. She's okay. Look at, they're so happy. Oh my God. Are they dating? Are they engaged? What's going on? Oh. If we're talking about whether or not they're engaged, we're not talking about whether or not she's being held prisoner. He's incredibly attractive. Oh God. See, he distracts. Number one, that's why he's on the yeah, payroll. He's a Ken doll. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a Ken doll with a beard. And they never, like, every time she posts to Instagram, he then posts at underneath, like, this mm. is my date. Isn't she amazing? Oh, yeah. Or, he like, comments my on her queen, posts. My yeah. princess lady. My lion. He my likes life. calling Britney Spears a lion. Mm. Yeah, she's strong and silent, and she'll rip your head off. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, so I think there's a lot of distracting going yeah. on. Now, he and, didn't comment on these Yeah, photo- he did. Where? Yeah. In fact, he says, my beautiful date. Underneath oh. our first premiere. Oh, mm. I'm not seeing The algorithm that is such that it depends on who... Your viewing determines what you see on Instagram. Now, he wow. did put up his own video of once, oh, we got to go. But he did put up his video. Oh, we got to go. And right back with Crazy Stupid Idiots. We'll be right back here on the oh. calendar. Hey, look, Ma, you made it to Crazy Stupid Idiots. <laughs> Hopefully, you're not one of them. I'm going to seize. Get soon tight. Oh, God. You Welcome back you. to the Colleen and Bradley <laughs> show here on My Talk 1071. I didn't get it on my hand. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Colleen's not here. Wipe that off and Lori can deal with that later. Oh, gosh. Don't mm. even tell Lori I sneezed in here. She'll be all up inside my business. Okay. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. Let's get to the crazy, stupid idiots. Well, I'm then, one of them. I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why, Holly? Because the world, thank you for asking, is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes where? In the state of Florida. 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 Oh, where are we going? We are going to Florida, you guys. I'm very excited. Okay, I want to tell you about a 44-year-old gal by the name of Anastasia, Anastasia Tash. Oh. Mm-hmm. Anastasia Tash is 44 years young, 
And apparently about 5.30 in the a.m., somewhere in the living room area of her Tampa home that she shares with her husband and two children, she approached her husband while he was asleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just poked him? Psst. Well. Hey, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Apparently, she didn't poke him, but I think the word poke is appropriate because... Oh. Um, she said anyway that she was trying to get maybe a response from her husband of an intimate nature. Oh, mm. you're saying that she was horny late in the night and she wanted to have sex. Thank you. Well, you said it better than that. <laughs> she was horny and wanted to get busy. Look, it happens. It does happen. Well, the problem is the way that she tried to make it happen. Because you said poke and she did not poke her husband while he was asleep in their oh. home. Did she give him a nice slap on the behind? No, that probably would have been preferable Not to what either. she actually mm. did. Oh. oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, she grabbed her husband's gentles with, quote, such force that the victim crumpled over and had trouble walking. Oh! Oh. So, apparently... Her husband went on to say that without provocation or permission, she grabbed his junk. And again, so hard, he couldn't walk. Tender vittles down there. What Be about careful. that makes you think that you're going to get some happy time? Uh, maybe it's you, their thing. That's well, what I was thinking, Lindsay. Yeah, yeah but if it was thing? the thing, why would he be like calling police? I mean, well, maybe it was the thing for a different time. Yeah. I, you know, you gotta be delicate down there. That goes with all the parts, the inside parts, the outside parts, the in-between parts. Mm-hmm. You gotta treat him with kindness for now, everyone. Now, what I love about this is that, you know, police questioned her and she acknowledged that she had executed the clampdown without the consent of her husband, <laughs> who did call 911 after his gen- his gentles were crushed. And I just love that they took that seriously. Like, did you ask for permission? To grab the gentles? Well, he maybe didn't say the safe word. Yeah. I'm just thinking it's 530 that, in the morning. What is yeah, you the shouldn't, safe word? If you're yeah. sleeping, you shouldn't have to say the safe word. You should Correct. be safe in the knowledge that nobody's going to walk up to your junk and grab give it, hold. Give it a big honk. Yeah. <laughs> don't I mean, a honk is one thing, but like, a, you know. A twist and grab? Oh, God, don't. Like, trying you said to open execute, a, Those things are sensitive. Trying to open a jar of pickles there. No, do not <laughs> open a jar of pickles downstairs. That's well, what happened? Did you, was Anastasia held responsible for her gentle grabbing yes she was slapped on the wrist uh with some gentles no she uh was uh arrested and charged with misdemeanor domestic batteries don't touch people when they're sleeping don't touch people without i just asking think permission. as a general rule you should yeah. avoid touching someone's junk when they're sleeping because mm-hmm. as much as you might think like hey that's kind of creepy also the just whole gonna I- say it. I- the whole idea of waking somebody up I mean, if you just that. started dating, it's one thing, okay? I guess so. Because you're like, oh, hey. It's a surprise. At least it's understandable. But maybe, maybe ease into it with a little, you know, a little what? little, you know. A little tickle. Interesting. <laughs> a little tickle, a little blow. I mean, you know, I'm just saying something gentle. Gentle for your gentles. Yes, be gentle with your gentles. Mm-hmm. Good advice. 
Let's go to Australia. Let's rise up light. Rise up light. We got a a 28-year-old who is the crazy, stupid idiot. A 28-year-old? A 28-year-old. We don't have this person's name. We just know that it's a guy. Okay. And he's 28 Mm. years old. And he was in Australia driving a car. Good day. In Sydney, Australia. Putting some shrimp on the barbie. Yeah, exactly. Well... This 20-year-old guy was driving in Sydney, and he got into a car accident. Oh, no. Bummer. And he actually got into a car accident with a parked police vehicle. Ooh, don't oh, do that. That would, that would be me. I would do that. I would, that would be my bad luck. Don't, don't touch the police cars. Yeah. yeah. And Bradley, really bad luck for this 28-year-old guy mm-hmm. who parked, or excuse me, who crashed his car into a parked police vehicle mm-hmm. because... Inside his car mm-hmm. was $140 million worth of meth. Whoa! Oh $140 million? That's a lot of meth. How, oh my God. How much meth? Like, what yeah. does that look like? I don't know, but he got into this crash and police pulled the man over to search the van that he was driving that crashed into oh, the police car. Man. So, like, how many pounds are we talking? Six. Hundred pounds okay. of methamphetamines. Was it a, a Prius? It was a van. Oh, it was a van. It I was, was going to say, how <laughs> I was trying to make a funny. Didn't work. It must have been a low rider. How could you drive around with oh six hundred pounds? God, that's like three of well, me. Well, if you look at the link and you look at the damage done to the police car, it's pretty significant. So the twenty-eight-year-old guy was driving around in a van. And then the police pulled him over and searched the van, and that's when they found the boxes that contained 600 pounds of meth. Now, police estimate that the drugs have a street value of about $140 million. Now, the guy has been charged with large commercial drug supply and negligent driving. Uh, police are also conducting a forensic ex- examination on the van because uh, there's been some drugs found in Australia. Uh, last month, Australian authorities made the country's largest onshore methamphetamine seizure. Oh, right. Police found 1.6 tons of the drugs hidden in a shipment of stereo speakers from Thailand. So <laughs> they're kind of on the lookout for this stuff. So, you know, maybe if you have 600 pounds of meth in the back of your van, you're going to want to be a little more thoughtful about I mean, it. Also, you shouldn't have 600 pounds of meth in the van. And also, I'm really glad they found the 600 pounds of meth. You know, like any other story, you're like, okay, well, you're dumb and don't do drugs, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But when it's 600 pounds of meth, think of all the people that will not be affected by that 600 pounds mm-hmm. of meth. Um, Introduced, die from it, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. it affects a lot of people, for sure. Exactly. So this story kind of has a happy ending. It does have a happy ending. Although, to your point, I do wonder what makes you think driving recklessly is a good idea. I mean, I would be driving recklessly probably because I would be doo-dooing myself as I drove around with 600 pounds of meth in my car. I Just thinking like every time somebody looked at me, I'd be like, what are you looking at? I'm not (laughs) driving around with all this meth. There's not meth in here. What are you talking about? Meth? What? There's math boxes in math. Math I do boxes. math. Two plus two is four. Bye. <laughs> like, I just, and this isn't a love uh, tap on the police car either. This is like a full on no, like, that's, boom. That's like what I did yeah. to that poor woman's car when I hit ice uh, this winter. So this idiot woman uh, pulled out in front of me and I had to swerve and 
careened into a parked car. Yikes. I did that basically to her car. So yikes! All right, but insurance and everybody was fine. And okay, you, and no math moving in the back, on, which is good. On, moving on, I've got one more crazy stupid idiot for you. Yay! Where are we going now? We're doing crazy stupid idiots, and we are going to somewhere in the UK. I, it's I think Scotland because it's the Scottish version of the Sun tabloid, mm-hmm. mm. and it's it it involves. This is not a crazy, stupid, idiot criminal. This is just crazy, stupid, idiot um, honeymooners. Oh, excellent. Married couple. Ralph Cramden to the moon? Like uh, a young couple getting married. Uh, Love. Mm. And they have been slammed for sending out very unique wedding invitations. So a normal wedding invitation would be like, um, I don't even know. You would know this, Holly, because you've been to far more weddings than I have. Like, save, save the date. You are cordially invited yeah. by Mr. and Mrs. McCracken to yeah. the wedding Bob of... Bob McCracken and <laughs> Sheila McGillicuddy. Yeah. Sheila? Sheila? Yeah. So it goes on to that. And then on a wedding invitation, it's like, come to this place at this time. Here is our registry. RSVP by this time. That's a well, normal wedding invite. Here's the wedding invite that was sent out. <clears throat> Bleep you need to know. And by bleep, I mean rhymes with doo-doo. I mean, it's just another word for doo-doo that you can't say on the air. Thank you. I know what Doo-doo that is. you need to know. Uh-huh. Children, as regards children for the wedding. Leave your little bleeps behind. We want to get bleeped. Dress code. Wear what the bleep you like. Smart casual. Go... But That's not what you smart like. Casual. Smart casual. Go butt bleep <laughs> naked for all we care. Oh, so oh. that's some smart that casual. Casual. children. Hotels. Google it, you lazy bleep. Eh. Taxis as above. Parking. On a serious note, please park your car at your hotel. <laughs> wedding gifts. If you did want to give a wedding gift, a small contribution to our honeymoon would be perfect. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, come on. Don't even get me started. Don't even. Wait. Oh, my God. What? Not only the content of that sentence, but they didn't put any swears in that part of the sentence. Exactly, because they didn't want you to think they were joking. Give me some money. Uh, Last up, dietary requirements. Eat what the bleep you're given, you fat bleep. Great. <laughs> I mean, it's so these people. We don't care what you're going to do at our wedding. Just show up and give us money so that we can go on our honeymoon. Okay, thanks. I mean, I guess uh, like this is obviously the couple that's like, we swear all the time. The swearing is fun. <laughs> but I kind of feel like, I don't know, I'm a traditionalist. If I got this you, invitation, though? I am. I'm not getting. Uh, Married like this, I would say that if the, that were to ever happen, I would never send that invitation out. Well, yeah, of course, because not. I would be horrified no. that my mother would get that. <laughs> because that's this is the thing. Like this is supposed to be funny and cute and tongue in cheek. Well, that's but- what I was gonna say. It's I think it was meant to come off as like, hey, we're just <laughs> hip and cool. Bleep yeah. this man. <laughs> Hashtag bleep this wedding. Please buy us our gift. We are deadly serious yeah. about giving getting yeah. a gift. On and a money. serious note, please park your car at your hotel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're trying to be subtly funny without being with, oh. uh, withholding uh, withholding of the subtle. Yeah, but now they just find themselves as crazy, stupid idiots yeah. for mm-hmm. putting this out there. I'm sure they're grateful. There were no names attached. This actually had popped up in a Facebook group of like uh, dumb 
wedding invitations or dumb wedding experiences, which I'm sure people love to troll those Facebook pages. They went viral. Lucky for them. Their names weren't attached. Otherwise, holy cow. Yeah. Eat what the bleep. I mean, I kind of do agree, though. Leave your little bleeps behind. I mean, there's a lot to agree with in in this invitation. Google it, you lazy bleep. I mean, in regards to wedding. So you agree with it. It's just the presentation. Oddly, I do agree. (laughs) So with the sentiment. Yeah. But it's just the delivery, <laughs> the delivery that's maybe a little off. Leave something to be desired. Yeah. Speaking okay. of something to be desired, that's what's coming next. Because when we return here on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's the throwback live at 245. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.